What is going on, everyone? And welcome to a Dose of Magic podcast, a podcast where we're talking about all things Walt Disney World Resort. I'm Ryan. And I'm Brett. And that and was we an have error technical difficulties. Music. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what is going on, everyone? It feels so good to be back. Thank you for your patience while we were out last week. And it feels like we haven't gotten together, Brett, in like 38 years. I can't believe it's only been two weeks. It feels so long since we last sat down and talked. So let's get into it. We got a good episode today. We asked for some hot takes from our listeners, different controversial topics that they think, and we are going to say and respond whether we agree or disagree. So we got some good ones, and I'm looking forward to that. We also have some two new news stories that might that may not be on your radar. I don't know if they were necessarily posted on any of the social medias from Disney. So these are just some things to keep in mind, you know, if you're going to the parks soon. But before we get into that, Brett, the question everybody wants to know is how are you feeling? Are you back to health? What's going on? Um, I one, I am feeling way better. Um, so Good. much better. I don't know what, what it was. I had some wicked, like cough, stomach bug. Um, luckily it wasn't like true sickness. Like I wasn't getting sick, um, Good. but I was dizzy. I was nauseous. I was, I don't know what was happening, but something was happening. Um, I was out of work for two days, which is like very mm -hmm. unlike me to like actually take a sick day. Um, and I took two. So whatever had me, had me in a chokehold. <laughs> um, but I'm good. I am back. Um, I would say about 99.7%. I still have the occasional cough, <laughs> occasional tingle. There it was. Um, so, um, I'm, I'm back, but good. something still lingers a little bit. Good. Well, but we are overall glad to doing much better. How are you? Good. I'm doing well as well. It was good to see you. We saw each other this past weekend, did a little bowling with the family. So that was a lot of fun. And I'm good as well. I'm traveling a little bit, going to DC for work. So if you have any DC listeners coming up this week, by the time you're listening to this, if you're not watching live, I will be in your neck of the woods. So that'll be pretty cool. I don't get to go to DC too often. So this is something that's pretty interesting. And I'm excited to just be back there in that area. So all good on this side as well. And it's a holiday today. So we were off from work. It is President's Day. And Brett and I were talking. We were like, you know what? We should maybe do a President's Day episode and talk about the history and the Hall of Presidents. I know it's everyone's favorite attraction. And then we decided yeah. we actually want to keep some listeners and we didn't want to bore anybody. <laughs> So we decided against that topic. That might be a little bit too, a little bit too mundane and boring. Yeah, we did have a whole episode. We had facts. We had topics. We had it all ready to go. Um, we did months and months <laughs> of research for that one, but scrapped it last minute. Exactly, exactly. But we do have some other news that we wanted to touch on. So the NBA experience is going now into the demolition phase. They just got a permit for this, and they, they are allow, allowing some general construction. They're being vague about it. We don't know what is coming there, but if you are in that general area now, you will be able to start seeing, um, I'd imagine, some walls up, some construction equipment getting in there, and they are going to start changing this. I don't know if it's going to be externally or internally. Again, they're being vague about it. 
but that is just something to keep on your radar that the NBA experience is officially getting some work done. So this is new for us. Yes. Thank gosh. I'm ready for something new there. Um, maybe third time's a charm, right? We tried Disney quest, had some love there. Um, then NBA experience came no dice. Um, so maybe third time's a charm will be something, um, useful there i guess i'll i'll put it in, the, in good terms in nice terms yeah exactly you never know you never know but the second thing that is also happening in disney world at animal kingdom a couple weeks back if you guys remember we talked about a new elephant that was born in animal kingdom it's a second generation elephant because its mother was also born in animal kingdom and now this calf is officially part of the Kilimanjaro safaris. So if you are going to the park soon and you get to go on a safari, hey. keep your eye out for this little guy because he's super cute and he's gonna be running around there with the rest of his family now and open to the safari guests. So that's super cute. That's something that I would definitely like to see. Uh, is that something that you would want to see Brett as well? Yeah, I would obviously wanna see a tiny baby elephant running around the safari. Um, so he looks super small. I feel like they have to put like a balloon on him so he doesn't get lost out there for now. <laughs> Definitely. That would be adorable. Could you imagine seeing a little balloon up in the sky, just keeping an eye on him? The elephants are so smart. They would probably start playing with it and like <laughs> messing with it. Right. They'd probably like untie it and be like, get this off my, get this off my kid. Yeah. You know? They would find a way. They're a really <laughs> yeah, smart animal for no reason. Yeah, for no reason. Yeah, they are. They're just such a unique animal, the way that they look, how smart they are, the way that they're able to use their trunk almost like an extra limb. It's super cool. Yeah. But Very I feel good. like we got to get uh, into it. Those were it. just the two quick stories, but we got to jump right into it and do a little bit of a listener hot take. Yeah, I'm looking forward to this. It's been a minute. Uh, we had some really good interaction um and if you're new here uh listeners were allowed to submit on our <laughs> sorry our instagram <laughs> um which is a dose of magic podcast on instagram um so there ryan posted on our story um and we had quite a few submissions so looking forward to giving our opinion on these um we're not here to dismiss any of them right because uh, these nope. are people's thoughts and people's opinions and we respect them um, but we're here to give our approach to those as well. Exactly. And just keep in mind, these are submitted from other people. As Brett said, these are not our initial thoughts. So if you strongly disagree with one of them, it didn't come from us. We're just the messenger and we're going to react. Right. We're just here. We're the middleman here. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So without further ado, let's get into it. This is going to be officially a dose of magic's listener. Hot take. Look at the edits. The edits. <laughs> like that. That was pretty good. I did. That is pretty good. I, that's all thanks to Canva. Canva really makes me look like an absolute <laughs> pro when it comes to the video editing. Nice and easy. But that's all right. Cool. Let's jump into the first one, Brett. I'm excited for this one. This is it. Splash Mountain should have gotten turned into a tangled theme. Mm. Ooh. What are your initial impressions on that? So two things hit me initially. One is 
I love Tangled, right? So yep. to have more Tangled representation, um, I'm always going to be game for. The thing I think with that, though, is Tangled is already in the Magic Kingdom next to Haunted Mansion, right? Like through that little gateway. So if you yep. put Tangled there and at where Splash Mountain used to be, you start running into the situation that we see in Star Wars, at Hollywood Studios, where it ends up being in three or four different places, and it's messy. So, I love Tangled and I respect it, but we don't need it in three places. Yeah. <laughs> the other thing, I do think Tiana's works at First Splash because of the bayou. Yeah. Right? There's nothing really within Tangled except the, I guess the castle kind of lives on like an island. Um, but... The bayou fits the theme of Splash Mountain to already be a log flume. So I like the three theme. I would love to see Tangled in the park somewhere. Don't get me wrong. Um, but I'm actually happy with the Tiana revamp here. I, I'm going to have to agree. When I read this, I was like, oh, that's interesting because I would like to see Tangled expanded in its current area. Right. Like make mm -hmm. more of that area more of Tangled, if that makes yeah. sense. But I agree. Tiana's does seem to fit here. It, it it that is not represented anywhere else in the parks as well. So I like that it's getting its own area. And I fully agree with your assessment of like if you have one tangled in one spot and one tangled in another land completely, you're breaking chain, you're breaking rules there. You, that can't happen. Right. That can't happen with the theming. That's why you know certain characters have to go underground so that you don't see any cross contamination of the themings and so that definitely would be like a huh didn't we just see that over in Fantasyland area so that would be a no-no yeah so would not allow that but as well whoever but interesting but whoever submitted this keep pushing for tangled representation in the park you have our support here um to get tangled somewhere else in magic kingdom yeah fully fully supported by that and i agree 100 percent and let's see this is why i'm mad about them adding indiana jones it would be in two separate parts yes. that's another great example Agreed. and you start mixing so many different like putting the same thing in different parks kind of gets messy kind of gets messy yeah i kind of agree with that i don't know if Breaks that's the, the illusion best plan, so it's kind of like undisney like to do that too to not be everything like has its place you know yeah, but agree. This is actually kind of an interesting thing too. Why are there no restaurants in Magic Kingdom with the original characters for meals? So a lot of uh, places around Walt Disney World in general have character meet and greets, and they definitely did when we were growing up. But for the original characters, if you wanted to meet Mickey and Pluto and Minnie and Goofy and all the originals, you know, why don't why doesn't Magic Kingdom, especially of all places? have somewhere that you can go and meet the original characters being the most popular park. What do you, do you agree or disagree? It's not really, I guess, a statement, but more of like, what are your thoughts on why they would not do that? Yeah. Um, one, I actually never realized it until right now that there's no one. Um, I think, and this is my initial thought here, um, is that those characters have, individual meet and greets in magic kingdom and i think it would be confusing right you go to dinner 
or breakfast, and then you immediately get in line with Mickey. But how is he there? How is he in both? Um, <laughs> yeah. So I think it goes back to Disney and the way that they schedule characters. Um, and I think for Magic Kingdom being the most popular park, people want to meet the characters there. And it allows more people to meet them individually meet and greeted than it does at one dining location. Um, so I, I, yeah. I genuinely think it is truly just how Disney doesn't allow two characters to be out at the same time. And I think for being the most popular park, it makes sense to have them as meet and greets rather than character meals. And I, yeah, I, that's just my opinion. And I think it's just simple as that. No, it, it's a good point, too. And it, it's interesting because Magic Kingdom is one of the parks that has parades, right? And so if you're going to have parades happening, I guess at the time you would have to make the characters not be also walking around. If they're going to be in the right. parade, they can't also be at coming around to your table at the same time. So not that you could be in two places at once, but you know what I mean? Like if, let's say, you look out the window for whatever reason, let's say you have a window seat at some restaurant and then you look right. out and you see two characters like huh, goofy in two spots that's kind of weird so that could be it that's yeah. a good theory not too bad kara is saying that she's thankful that we have as many meet and greet and uh, oh. character dining as we do because disneyland only has one between both parks that's interesting i did not know that as somebody I... who's not been to disneyland yet i did not know that yeah i also did not know that Yep. And Brandon's saying to avoid kiddo confusion. Exactly. You don't 100%. want them like having them start questioning stuff. You want them to be immersed, not overthinking right. it. Right. Here's another so. one for you, Brett. Genie Plus is worth it for every park. Do you agree or disagree with that? This might be one that I I don't know if I can fully agree with. Um I genuinely don't think Genie Plus is worth it at Animal Kingdom. Okay. Um, why? Why not? I think. I mean, I guess there are three good rides there, right? You have Avatar, you have Safari, you have Mountain, <laughs> Mountain. What? <laughs> you have Expedition. <laughs> um, I guess you could. Maybe it's not worth it at Epcot. Between just okay. Test Track and Soren, but then you have Ratatouille. I don't know. Maybe this is worth it every park. I genuinely, when we had it for Epcot, yes, the one time we had it, um, we did not use it a ton because for us, Soren was at like a twenty-five minute wait, and then okay. Test Track was at like sixty, but we did that first so we it wasn't really at 60 um guardians we did an individual lightning lane for so for us i just don't think we got our it worth it for genie plus and then when we went to go use genie plus on ratatouille it wasn't really available um so i guess if used correctly it could be valuable at every park my experience i don't think it was worth it at epcot and i just don't think there's enough to justify that animal um but I guess if done correctly with the right groups, with the correct planning, it could be worth it at every park. Yeah, it's a good assessment. I feel like both of the parks that you mentioned, Epcot and Animal, both have like three rides realistically that you would like want to go on, right? Like Epcot would be, I guess Epcot has a couple more now, but Epcot would be Soren, Test Track, Guardians, which is Lightning Lane specifically, or a virtual queue. 
and then Ratatouille and Frozen. Okay, Epcot's got a couple, actually, now that I'm thinking about it. Animal, though, you're doing Safari, you're doing Everest, maybe Lion King the show, and then, of course, Pandora and Flight of Passage. That is a lot less, and the Animal Kingdom is notoriously a half-day park. So to pay what the prices can kind of get up to recently, I mean, they're getting up there, to pay that much for a half-day park, I I kind of agree with you, Brett, that maybe it's not worth it for every park. It's situational. It's circumstantial based on the group, based on how much time you have, how long your trip is. But this is one that I don't know if I fully agree with. I think I'm with you. I think I'm with you. Let's see what we have in the comment here. Yeah. Genie Plus. And I'm going to make a hot take off this hot take. Go ahead. Yeah. No, I was going to say, I'm going to make a hot take off of this hot take real quick. When I was just down in Disney, um, Autumn and I did Frozen because it it was down. So we got some food, and then as we got out of food, it came back up. So we're like, oh, my God, it's going to be a walk-on. There must have been people, like, waiting in line when it went down. Um, So our wait ended up being, like, pretty close to an hour. And I'm going to say it, that that ride is probably not worth more than a 25-minute wait. All right. All right. That's a good take. I don't enjoy it, that ride. Do you not feel like so, it's uh, as – like I haven't been on it in so long. Is it because the animatronics aren't great or it's just not a thrilling ride? It's a sit-down, right? It's like that boat style. It's a boat style. I would actually say animatronics are actually fantastic within it. They do the projected okay. faces, which I don't love with what they've I been don't doing love recently. Them I don't um, love them. I don't like that. But I will say, like, motion-wise, they are very good animatronic. Um, length, for me, doesn't justify the weight. It's a very quick length. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just a dark boat ride. And those just rides are typically not something i enjoy yeah so i think just going on to that ride anyway i'm like this is gonna be boring um so i don't know just not maybe not my favorite category of ride um i got you and and it's just a really 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 yeah sure well it's a good take and it's a good inch it's it's a hot take because that ride is notoriously a long wait and it's a great one for for children so it's a great one to get out of the sun and honestly it's if it's what your children want to go and see it's definitely one to hit but you bring up some good points as well going to brandon's comment here genie plus for multiple parks and then you can use it when you hop it's a good point if you have park hoppers you might as well get it and then have it available to to do it when you're park hopping it makes it worth it when you think about using it the whole day yeah, if you're going to fit in two parks and do a park hopper, three parks, four parks, it's definitely worth that aspect. So that's actually a very good point as well. So Genie Plus, worth it in yeah. every park. That one stirred up a little bit of debate there. Just a jumping bit. in, Jumping into this next one. Staying on property is the only way to stay. Stay in the magic or don't go. That one is a hot take coming oh. in strong. Really strong opinion on it. So... What do you think, Brett? Does this do you agree with this or is this too much? So 
I'm loyal to staying on property when available. Um, I think just the perks of it, the convenience of it, um, it makes sense to stay on property if you do it for longer than two days. Like by the time you pay for parking, like you might as well put that money towards a hotel room. Um, so I think if you're longer than two days, then yes, stay on property. Um, stay in the magic or don't go. Bold statement to finish it off. I don't think don't go <laughs> if you can't stay on property. Um, yeah. I think it absolutely has its its perks and its reasons. Um, and clearly, like, things will be a little bit harder for you, right? You have to wait for an Uber. You have to wait for your hotel shuttle, like, whatever it is. Um, but stay on property is is my vote as much as you can. So would I agree with this hot take? Yes, stay on property. Would I agree with it fully? No, go if you can. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think that was the best answer, honestly. It's such a polarizing hot take, and that's why it's called a hot take, because we're coming out hot with the strong opinions. So stay in the magic or don't go is crazy, number one. <laughs> that is awesome. <laughs> that's That actually made me laugh. But staying on property is the only way to stay. I also want to lean that way. Like, I kind of agree. Yeah. And anybody that we talk to very frequently, if they're interested in going to Disney, they're like, is it worth it to stay on property? I found a cheaper hotel, you know, a couple miles away. Should I just stay there? And it's like, yeah, like it is. It might be a little bit cheaper, but you're also paying for the convenience. You're paying for the experience. You're paying to be immersed in that bubble. And so if money is absolutely a tight thing and it's going to like strap you and you've saved up every penny and you, the only way you can do it is to stay off property, by all means, do it to Brett's point. Yeah. Just go. Just it does. It, at the end of the day, it really doesn't matter where you go as long as you go. Because you also have many daily annual pass people who are just living nearby. They don't necessarily stay on property. They just live nearby and they want to go and enjoy the parks. So that. I don't know. This one is a little too hot, I think. Hard. I'm going to agree that – I'm going to agree, yes, stay as much as you can, but don't not go. Yes. I think that's the best answer to this one. For sure. That kind of rolls into the next one, though. If you are staying on a property, the bus transportation should not be a turnoff to your resort choice. So do you think this the bus system – and I'm assuming that this means – how many different stops you may yeah. have. So for example, the all-star sports and all-star music and all-star movies, one bus will stop at all of them and pick you guys up and, and drop you off. But if you're on one of them, you then have to wait and stop at other hotels before you get to the park. Some resorts pick you up and drop you off right to a park. And then other resorts have multiple bus stops within the resort because the resort is so large. So what they're saying is to not let that be a turnoff for your resort choice. Do you agree or do you disagree? I would agree 100% with that. Um, one, I don't think um, it really only is a bother in the morning, I think, because um, like you want to get there, right? Your energy is high. Yeah, you're itching. And if, if you're the first stop, right then like all of a sudden this bus gets really packed by the time they reach the fourth stop in the in the resort or vice versa right if you're the fourth mm -hmm. stop 
then by the time you get on that bus, it's packed and you have to stand and you got to like awkwardly do the thing where you're like, ah, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. You got to hope that you don't hit a bump because then you're hitting the person next to you. Right. So like, I think it gets really hard. Um, but for that small inconvenience factor, I don't think it's worth choosing not to stay at a resort. Um, speaking off experience again, when Autumn and I went down um, two years ago or three years ago at this point, um, and we stayed at, um, I don't even know where we stayed. One where of the DVCs. <laughs> I don't even know. One of the DVCs. Maybe Saratoga Springs? No, Old um, Key West? Old Key West. Thank you. That was it. Yeah. Um, thank you. Oh, my gosh. I was like, I don't even know. <laughs> um, Just making up stories as he goes. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it wasn't until we went to get on the bus the first time that we realized our location even had multiple stops. Right. Mm -hmm. So like going into that resort, I had no idea, nor did that even, I even think about that. Sure. Um, so I don't but think it's it you once you realized it. Not really. Um, okay. So, and I guess that could be a personal thing, right? I just, it didn't bother us. Um, so I don't, th I don't think it should be a turnoff to a resort. Okay. All right. I'm going to flip. And go to the other side, I do think Ooh. it actually bothers me. And if I could avoid it and choose a resort that has minimal stops and more of a direct pickup to go right to the park, I think I would. I think it definitely has a lot of other factors in a resort, like what's there, the type of food, proximity, the theming, right? There's a lot that goes into it and price, obviously. But if it's between two resorts that are pretty cool, maybe I haven't stayed at either of them and one of them has a, sh a shuttle that goes direct to the parks and one has four stops after it picks me up. I think I might be leaning towards the more direct one, but yeah. let's see what Kara says here in the comments. I've heard too many people say that they don't want animal kingdom lodge or Saratoga because it has the, it only has the bus port, meaning mm -hmm. the only transportation method is to get you on a bus. There's no boat, there's no Skyliner and there's no monorail. This is int or you can't walk like some of the uh, yeah. Interesting that being the only one is really the the rationale there. I don't think that would bother me as much. Like I don't need a variety of transportation methods. I think it's cool, like Wilderness Lodge, super cool that you can take a boat or a bus. But I don't think being the only option is going to deter me. So that's interesting that a lot of people don't like that because of that. For me, it's more the stops, like the number of stops. I don't want to be on a bus for 40 minutes before I get to a park, you know, type of thing. Yeah. No, I, I would agree with that, too. And it's also really weird that, like, um, some of, like, the – I'm going to call them um, our value resorts, right? Like, they only have one stop, right? Yeah. Art of Animation is just a one-stop place. Yeah. Right? But then you look at some of our bigger DVC ones, and those are the ones that have four or five, right? You're paying for this luxury, but you also are getting hit with this like four or five stop. If then if that bothers you, it it could be kind of weird, right? The higher you go, sometimes the more inconvenient it gets. If that's the approach you want to look at it, yeah, it, it's interesting, and you that's why you also need to do your research. So many resorts have different caveats and different nuances and different things about them, whether it's food, whether it's transportation, whether it's proximity to parks. And that all factors into your overall experience, to your overall stay. If you have a 
a long day and your whole family is cranky and you know that you have five bus stops on the way home, that's probably not going to help the case. But if you know that you're going right home and you'll be in bed in 20 minutes directly, that kind of feels good. So yep. it's interesting. I would almost argue that it's not the bus stops that bother me. It's almost the location to this central building that mm. is like more important. spread out the resort is. Yeah, because like there's nothing worse than like getting back from the parks and like you just are kind of like really hungry, right? But that location and having a food option is just not around you. Um, Such a good point. So I think that is, is something to look at more if you know you're a late night snacker like me. Um, where is your central building, right? Caribbean Beach, if you're in building 14 to the central building that's across like in the middle – yeah is that all helpful done. for you right so like that i think is more of an argument to say like that's more research worthy than how many bus stops love it very good point and very good take speaking of food this rolls nicely into this next one giving us their park food rankings so which park has the best food they're saying number one epcot number two animal number three magic and number four hollywood Right out of the gate, what are your thoughts on that? Do you kind of agree with this list? That's a hot take, but that might be dead on. Um, dead on. I would actually agree with this. Um, Epcot number one is a no-brainer. Festival yeah. or not, the amount of food options that are available at Epcot. So good. So good and elite. Animal has some really good hidden gems. Um between like the Harambe market, between what's next to uh, the Yak and Yeti, what's next to uh, Everest, what's in Pandora, mm -hmm. right? Like there are some really good snack options. Magic, I think, just has your standard like snacks, food, things you're going to expect. Um, and at Hollywood, I don't think I've ever had anything aside from a, a Mickey pretzel because of just how boring food <laughs> options are there. Yeah, and, that, and I mean, maybe I haven't explored a lot, right? But that's I like this ranking here. Yeah, I actually don't mind it either. I agree that Hollywood is last. They are slacking on the food front. Epcot is first. One hundred percent agree with that. I don't know if I would. Ooh, I don't know if I would swap Magic Kingdom and Animal, just because Magic has some really good sit downs and some really immersive and well themed experiences as well. But Animal's food—that's so Thule Canteen in Pandora. Oh. And like you said, the Harambe market, those are quick, but they're good, right? Even if they're quick and they're good, what matters is if they're good. So yeah, I don't know. Is having a sit down that's super fancy and expensive necessarily always good? I don't know. Yeah. that. So that's a ranking. That, that was an interesting one. I wanted to hear what you said. Let's see what Kara says. Epcot, Hollywood, Ooh. Animal, and Magic. Putting Hollywood at number two. That is an interesting one, and I wonder if it's because of something like the Sci-Fi Diner, for example. Yeah, you know, yeah. I wonder if it, I wonder if it's sit down, right? You have baseline there, um, so like you have a lot more. I guess sit. I don't want to say sit downs, but um, are you ranking sit down and quick service over snack options and grabbing right. food? Are snacks even in the equation? That's a good point. Right. So, yeah. And here's a, a funny comment from Porch Talk Podcast. Soren is an all-time ride at Disney, coming in hot from left field. <laughs> yeah. And honestly, <laughs> left field is a good place to be. 
It is a good yeah. ride. <laughs> That is a, it's a classic. It's an absolute historical classic. And I, going back to my comment about the sci-fi diner, that leads me into our last one that somebody actually submitted saying that the sci-fi drive-in is overrated. It's cool to see the theming is unique, but the food is not great. What are your thoughts immediately on this? Does this feel like a hot take? So I have to be very honest and I'm going to have to abstain from this one as I don't think <laughs> okay. I can recall the last time I ate at sci-fi drive-in. Um, yeah. I do like the theming, right? So I would agree, like, cool to see. Um, but I I can't – I don't know how good the food is. Um, when I go, I usually default to the uh, – Oh, yeah, the, the commissary. Aronto um, wrap. Hit me at the Backlot Express. Um, quick serve, so – I usually default to other places, um, so I don't know how good the food is there. So I don't know. We have we have an abstain, and yeah, admittedly, I haven't been in my last maybe six trips that we've gone. I have not sat down and ate yeah. there as well, and so that is actually something that would be on my bucket list to do again and see because I do like the theme. I do like that you're sitting in the cars looking at the big screen. That's really cool. I like the idea of it. So the food can't really give a take. Let's see if anybody has some thoughts. Kara said, I like getting sci-fi when doing the Phantasmic package. It's a better deal. All right. That's a good take. That's a good tip as well. So those who are looking to do that, you know, keep an eye out for that package because it sounds like that would be a better deal, which I fully trust more than we would realize. Yeah. There you have it. So that is all of the hot takes we have for this week. Thank you guys for submitting them and sending them in. They were interesting. They got us thinking, and they definitely got us discussing whether we would do one or the other or whether we agree. And it just kind of brought up some other questions about Walt Disney World in general. You know, why don't they have any original character meet and greet meals like that? Is Genie Plus worth it to have for every park? And should the bus transportation be the only reason that you decide for a resort? I don't know. Those are some good ones. Definitely got the conversation going. So thank you for submitting them. And Brett, take us home. Yeah. Well, Ryan summed that episode up really quickly, like a little news anchor there. Um, <laughs> but overall, he will be posting about this week's episode over on our Instagram, um, a dose of magic podcast. So be sure to give us a follow over there. Be sure to leave us a review whatever platform you listen to your uh, podcast on. It's free and it helps us. Aside from that, we appreciate you all coming back every single week. And if you're new, welcome. We hope you enjoyed the episode. And aside from that, we will catch you next week. Thanks, everyone.